All right, friends, the Ultimate OD Podcast. Great episode for you tonight. Your patients have problems. I'm going to tell you how to have solutions. How can your staff communicate with patients and not feel bad doing it? A little office talk. Closing thought of the episode. This is the Ultimate OD Podcast. Here we go. Welcome to Optometry, the Ultimate OD Podcast, building better doctors one episode at a time. Here's your host, optometrist and practice owner, Dr. Nick Lilly. All right, my friends, the Ultimate OD Podcast, a great episode for you today. So let me bring you back to the year 2013. And at that point, I had been in practice for maybe two years at the time. It was two years. Remember 2014? 2014, I think, is it was it was the spring of 2014. So it was about two and a half years I've been in practice. And me and me, my fiance at the time, uh, were going to go on a trip in uh, maybe February, March, some sometime in it. It was still wintertime, okay? And we're going to go to Key West. Now, mind you, this would be the first vacation I would go on that was not work-related. Like, I went once to academy meeting in San Diego and came back, but I I, not, I didn't leave the office, right? So if I'm going to miss patients, if I'm not going to work at that time, a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, that's four days I wasn't working, it was a big deal, all right? And as you know, in Michigan, the weather is always crazy, all right? So that's why if you it's best time to leave Michigan is in the winter, the worst time to leave Michigan is in the winter because you never know if your flight's going to be delayed, canceled, who knows, whatever. So we leave, we get to the airport, and we get in line, and it's a blizzard. And every all flights are getting canceled. Everything's crazy. I walk up to the front desk, and the lady's like, all right, your flight's been canceled. We can get you, uh, you know, another time or whatnot. And I just looked at her, and I'm like, no, we need to leave Get me out of here today. I don't care what I have to do. I need to get out of the state of Michigan today. I don't care if I'm going back to, you know, get me to Ohio, somewhere else. Just get me out of the state of Michigan and then I can get to, you know, Key West. But I'm not sleeping in Michigan tonight. And she's like, all right, well, let me see what I can do. And you know, at the time when you're in that moment, as a person that has something done wrong to you, you're mad. You can either just be furious right and let it ruin everything or you can be like no let's find solutions let's find an answer this is all my goal is to get to that point and you know she did some stuff thought she had a transfer nope didn't work out and she goes well if you want to fly out of Kalamazoo I can get you to Miami and from Miami you can drive down to you know rent a car and go down to Key West I'm like deal what Camels was an hour, like an hour drive south. I'm like, I will drive to Kalamazoo, right? So she gave me that. Here you go. I'm like, all right, got it. We were driving down, and then I realized I booked my ticket at that time uh, with some, like a Travelocity type thing, so it was all bundled. And they thought I was flying into, actually, Key West. So I had a call, say, hey, I'm canceling. I'm not going to make it, not going to make it there. Can you get this? And just, I'm doing it as I'm driving down. Just putting out all these fires, getting it. And all the time when I talk to someone, there's always like, no, you can't do that. 
I was like, no, please, can you help me out? And they'd go through their list. Eventually, they got me an answer. And although I could have, you know, been just mad, let it ruin my trip, I looked at my fiance at the time, my wife now, said, hey, we're going to have fun. We're not going to let this ruin it. Whatever happens, we're we're having an adventure, right? So we went, got there, eventually flew into Miami, made it to Key West. It was amazing. I look back, and that was a that was an okay trip. I look at the people that I dealt with, and... You know, I think they did a pretty good, pretty good job. And that brings me to what we're going to talk about today. And it's how do you deliver bad news to a patient? And I'm not talking from a doctor to patient perspective. I'm talking your staff having to tell a patient there's an issue. Your manager having to tell a patient there's an issue. You as the owner of your business having to deal with a patient. Because when you're the owner of the business, if something goes wrong, eventually you're at the top of the top of the totem pole. If anyone comes in, if you're doing it right, they know you own the business, right? That's part of the appeal that they come to you. So they're going to reach out to you and you're going to have to find a way to solve their problem. Okay. So how do you deliver this news to the patients and do it effectively? Now, why do I bring this up? When I gave my survey, if you remember episode 75, listen to that great episode about uh, staff evaluations. One of the things that I asked the staff is, what is the thing you like to do least? And it came up maybe two or three times, mainly from the patients that, uh, the staff members that do it is, they hate telling a patient when something's wrong. If their lenses are wrong, if a frame's broken, if there's bad news, they don't like giving it to the patient. That's no surprise. So I want to make sure that they know how to do it. And I want you guys to know how to do it too. So if you're struggling with this, we can help you. Or if your staff is struggling with it, this gives you a step-by-step way to kind of help them be better at delivering that news because you should not be the first line of defense. You shouldn't be the first one doing this, okay? So that leads to that. that that's just illustrating. There needs to be a chain of command, all right? Your staff, number one, needs to be empowered to solve solutions. Then if they have an issue that they can't take care of, it needs to go to your manager, if the manager can't do this, they, you know, consult with you, do this. They always need to say, hey, this is what I can do. If there's really big pushback, you know, hold on, give me a few days, let me look into this. Then they talk to me, right? And give me the solution. Hey, did you try this? Yeah, I tried it. They're still not happy. Then we come up with a way to fix it and we go from there. But there has to be a chain of command, okay? You can always reassure your frontline workers if there's ever an issue we are the Tylenol. Give it to your office manager. Give it to me. But you don't have to be the one that is the end-all be-all. That usually makes it easier because they know if they get mad, if there's an issue, there's a confrontation, they're passing it on. All right? Now, your office manager, they're going to they're gonna have to take the blunt of it. Okay? So, you need someone that is good at conflict resolution that can relate to the patients, customer service, that is. Okay? So, chain of command number one. Next thing that you have to do is be proactive, okay? If there is an issue, if you see an issue coming, this is where you have to train your staff, train your manager, train yourself to be just recognize life's patterns. You know that with a prescription like this, this is usually what happens. Let's get ahead of this. Or um, when they say there's a delay at the lab, if you're calling, checking in, you're knowing that there's a questionable you know, prescription or material that you're getting ahead of it. You're proactively calling the lab to find out what's going on. And when you find out what's going on, 
you're coming up with a game plan that you can tell the patient. All right. So that's like number two A and number two B. All right. Find out what problems there are. Get ahead of them. Find out, you know, as quick as you can what's going on. And then you or your staff or whoever have a meeting of the minds. Come up with solutions. All right. So you don't just have one thing you're going to tell the patient, hey, this is going on. You have something to tell them if there is an issue. So you have a chain of command. You know who's going to deal with the problems. You are looking ahead to find out what problems are going to happen. If something's taking longer, uh, like for example, with optical, when we send a job to the lab, we track it at set, at like three, four, five days. We'll start calling, hey, what's the status of this job? Is this going? I don't care if we're the squeaky wheel, we get oiled, right? We call that lab and we are constantly checking on them and we're following up with what they tell us because you know how many times they tell us what they want to, what they think we want to hear and then it doesn't come through. We make sure they follow through with what they're going to say. If there's an issue with contact lenses, we're calling the manufacturer, we're calling our reps, we're getting ahead of it, finding out every possible solution we have to make sure that we fix it as quick as we can. Okay? So, you find out what the issues are. You have game plans. The next thing, number three, is you call the patient and you tell the truth. Yes, you tell the truth. Now, again, there's degrees of truth. Your frames are delayed right now. We're doing everything we can to get them get them into you. We call the lab. We'll be calling them. We'll be letting you know what's going on. Now, you don't have to say that it's delayed because your staff forgot to order it or it's delayed because X, Y, or Z is delayed, right? Again, when you tell the truth, you don't always implicate yourself if you did something wrong, right? I'm not saying being shady or whatnot, but there's a way you deliver messages. And if you are doing this in a calculated manner and you're finding out what's going on, then you're getting ahead of it. You're already ahead of what they're used to. So you can still give your time to meet their needs. It's not like it's two weeks later and you're saying, yeah, it's delayed because you didn't order it. You're checking in at three days and they're like, yeah, we're waiting on the frame. Holy cow, we didn't even send it in yet. We have to do this. Or we're waiting on lenses to come in. We told you it was lenses only. Oh, our system says frame to come. So it's not two weeks later. That's why you have to be proactive to find this. Then you let them know what's going on and just be truthful. The next thing is after you tell them what's going on, you have got to follow through with what you said you're going to do. Like, hey, we're following this. We'll call you every day. We'll give you updates. You know, make sure you tell them what the issue is, what you're doing to fix it, okay? And you're following through and communicating what's going on. If there's something that's just egregiously going on, then you have to find a way, hey, this is the deal. The frame that we ordered, the side shields are in back order till January. You can wait till January or come in, we'll get a new frame, whatever you need, no additional cost, but you have to start giving them perks to help them out. At times, if it's really delayed, if it's a patient that's been there for a while or they bought a bunch of frames, if there's an issue, something of the mindset of, hey, you know, we're going to give you a free frame or the next time you come in, we're going to do this for you. Find a way to make them know that you appreciate them. You're going to fix it. You're going to make it right. And that's, that's something you want to tell them. Hey, if there's an issue, we're doing everything we can to fix this. If you have issues, let us know. We'll fix it for you. We'll make it right for you. But just let them know we're not just going to sell you a pair of glasses and you have to deal with it. If you have issues, talk to us. All right? Communicate, communicate, communicate. And then follow through. Whatever it takes, make them happy. 
you making that one patient happy, even if you break even or if you lose a little money on that job, going forward, there's a level of trust that they have with you. They will keep coming back to you because they know their problem will be solved. And that's what I tell my staff too is, have you ever seen a patient that had an issue that we didn't go above and beyond to fix it for them? And they sit and they think and they're like, no, we really haven't. We always go through. So I go, even if you give bad news, if they're angry, let them know, hey, let me talk to the manager. This I can't fix this, but they'll take care of you. They're going to do whatever it takes. People hit this. There's so much bad customer service out there that they hear a problem. They instantly think they're going to get screwed over and they go to like epileptic or apoplectic mode, right? Not epileptic. <laughs> they're not having seizures, right? Apoplectic. They're angry. They're exploding. Let them know. Calm down. We hear you. We're going to take care of you. If you reassure them, if you reassure your staff, it's much easier to deliver this news. Okay, so let's review. I don't know what numbers we're at, but have a chain of command. Be proactive. Get ahead of the issues. Make sure you have multiple exit routes, ways to fix their problems. You need to know all your things beforehand. Like, can you get a warranty? Do you have to pay for this? What options do you have at your fingertips? Tell the truth. Absolutely tell the truth. Okay, again, degrees of truth. Don't make yourself look bad if you can avoid it. If you flat out messed up and that's that's what happened, then you have to come up. Hey, I'm going to just tell you straight out. This is what happened. Again, there's usually times where you can catch it quick enough where you don't have to like implicate yourself. Okay, let your staff know you have to follow through. You have to communicate, 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 and you'll do whatever it takes to make it right. All right. Find a way to to make this a positive for for the patients, for your staff. And I know that's like, what do you mean? You messed up, there's a problem. How do you make that a positive? Believe you me, you can always find a positive in the situation. Hey, you know what? This is what happened. They still come back to us, all right? This was the issue, the way we handled it. This is what we're going to do for them. When they see you do that, it, it kind of unites the staff. Like, hey, there's no problem we can't solve. So there are positives that come out of it, even though it may suck as a business owner. It may suck from the higher end, you want them to always stay positive because if they start worrying about getting yelled at, worry about getting yelled at by from you, it just makes it a hard environment to work in. So that's how you solve problems. That's a step-by-step hierarchy. Not as hard as you think, but if you don't communicate this with your staff, your manager doesn't know uh, what they can and can't do, you're going to have just a bunch of people that are throwing mud on the wall and making everyone angry. That's not how you grow a practice. Tune in. We'll have more for you next week. All right, friends, a little office talk. So a couple of things here. One, this is just something I think we all need to remember uh, when you're running a business. Sometimes you get in the mindset, if you don't work, you don't eat. That's And that's a great mindset to have. If you're running a private practice, you need to know if you don't work, you don't eat. Okay? You are the business. You not being there hurts the bottom line. If you're lazy, you'll never survive in this. And if you uh, stay afloat, the other guy down the street is going to take all your uh, profit because you're lazy. Okay. Now, there's going to be times in life when you have to call patients, you have to cancel exams, make sure it's few and far between, and make sure when you do it, there's a reason for it. So, as you guys may have heard, I might have said, I don't know, my wife is currently 20 weeks pregnant. She's 
high risk pregnancy, fourth pregnancy, high risk is relative at this point in my mind, right? But she went in for a Friday exam. They said, hey, uh, cervix is short. We have to go in and do a cerclage. Uh, you're free for surgery on Monday, right? This is going into the holiday weekend. So we had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We worked off Thursday, Friday for Thanksgiving. And we, Monday was booked out. We had a busy day. I love it when we're busy the three days before because it makes me feel better when we're off Thursday and Friday. And in this day and age, if you can get patients in, you don't want to make them you know, have to wait or reschedule them. It's a bad, especially if you have new patients. But your wife's having surgery. She's got a baby. You got to show up. You got to put your priorities right, right? So went in, did that, and... She called me at 2.30. We closed at noon on Fridays. I went back into the office. I personally, because no staff was there, let my office manager know what was going on. I called every single patient. Just was totally straight up with them. Said, hey, this is what's going on. I have to go to a surgery. It's unexpected. I apologize. Can we reschedule you? I left a message with everyone that was on the schedule. And if they, if I left a message, I also texted them. All about, th- except three people I was able to get in touch with. All amazing, cool just let me know, hey, whatever we understand, hope she's okay. Very supportive. One of the patients that came in that following Tuesday, and mind you, my wife went through, everything's fine, all good. You know, no worries there. So good, relief, glad I was there. Came back Tuesday. A lot of the patients just moved to Tuesday. Thankfully, Tuesday wasn't as busy. But one of the patients came in and she said, hey, is everything all right? Yes, thanks for asking. I, I kind of the way relationship I have with my patients, I tell them what's up. Hey, this is what happened. Uh, we talked, you know, and she's like, hey, I just want to let you know, I really appreciated you personally calling. That was really cool. It meant a lot. Like if you would have called on Monday, I totally would have understood. But, you know, you trying to get ahead of it, giving me a heads up and then you calling personally, it just, it went a long way. And I'm like, oh, thank you. So I tell you that one, because if there's a thing that you can handle, obviously handle it. So I could have handled that situation in a lot of different ways. I could have said, hey, it's Friday, we're closed, we'll call them first thing Monday and just let them know. But I've been in it where I cancel, I take off work or whatnot, and I get things happen. But if they can give me more of a heads up, I want more of a heads up. So instead of calling Monday, calling Friday, that was I gave them as much lead time as I possibly could. I communicated multiple ways. They appreciated that. Two. Times will happen, and I also will let you know, if a patient would have been mad at me for that, forget them. My family comes first. You're the type of patient that's going to be angry about that. I don't want you as a patient, right? Period. But that being said, realize that when life happens, we have an amazing profession in the sense that everyone's on an annual schedule, right? If you have something, just say crap hits the fan, and you have a week where, like, all your staff's gone, it's a horrible experience, what, what, what not. That'll affect maybe in a week, I need to see 25, you know, 100, maybe 125 patients, maybe, right, will be affected. But the rest of the patients will have no clue what's going on, right? You see everyone on such a scattered basis, like obviously you have to find a way to make it up for that, that one week of patients or that one or two days of patients. But for the most part, you can hit the ground running and no one is really affected. That's awesome. That's good for you to think about. If you have an issue that takes you away from the office personally, tend to it, take care of it. Know that for the most part, the majority of your business is unaffected. 
Okay, that's a great thing to have. Great thing to have from a business perspective when you're making these decisions. The majority of your office isn't isn't affected. So, just remember that. That's that's personal life. I'm I'm sharing with you guys. So, one, I hope you know you're not alone. Two, always put your family and uh, friends first when it when it comes to something serious. And two, just be honest with your patients. What we talked about in the rundown. Tell them the truth. They're people. They get it. They'll they'll they'll. If they're good patients, they'll take care of you. If they're not, you don't want them. The next thing is my office manager. She's the party planning committee uh, of our office. So she is always, she uses a company credit card, but if it's someone's birthday, we get Starbucks for everyone. She knows all their favorite treats. We bring it in and go from there. Well, she hates, like myself, hates birthdays, but we celebrate her. Right, it was her birthday, so I pull a couple of my staff members aside. Hey, hey, when is when is her birthday? Let's let's, you know, we got to take care of her. What what? They just they just looked at me like, hell, we got this, right? And it was really cool because they see her taking care of all of them on their birthdays. When it was her birthday, they wanted to return the favor. They wanted to do that, and people, it just unites us. It's something outside of the day-to-day grind, the patients, that they want to take care of each other. It's a work family in a positive sense. So find a way to build that culture, to have each other picking each other up and, and helping each other out. Not once that they ask, you know, like, hey, who's paying for this or whatnot? Of course, I, I give them money to take care of it, right? But they don't care about that. They're like, hey, let's just go after it. And that's the culture you want. Make sure you're helping them out, but breed that you'll be amazed at the positive effects it has on your office. The the last thing I'll leave you with on that is uh, in our day-to-day grind, as we get through good days, bad days, you know what happens to all of us. If you can celebrate a win, celebrate a win. If, for example, uh, an insurance is always going bad and you finally get the claim paid, celebrate that. If a patient has issues after issues after issues, and then finally they come back, they, you fixed it, they're happy, they're like, yeah, I'm actually happy with this, celebrate a win. You know, whatever you can do, if you don't let yourself enjoy the moment, you're going to burn yourself out. And there's so many things that are going to come and go, you're going to have good days, bad days when you're starting out. If you have a win, celebrate the win. Small victories accumulated is how you have an amazing, successful practice. If you don't let yourself celebrate the small victories, you're never going to get to the end of the tunnel because you're going to be miserable. You're going to be burned out. Everyone's going to not want to work in that environment. So if you have a win, I don't care how little it is, celebrate. I did a lot of that this week. So, uh, and I, I just see the effect it has on my staff. It has an effect on me. Positive mindset, positive vibes only. That's what we'll, I have. We'll have more for you next week. Where aware did the time go? We're to the closing thought of the episode. So one of my favorite quotes I have uh, that I've heard was when I was an undergrad at ICO. Uh, do you know who Hayray is? If you are into any kind of CRAOs, central retinal artery occlusions, uh, Hayray is like the creme de la creme. He's the expert in it, so he thinks, right? He's from uh, University of Iowa Medical Center. And he was having a back and forth with another... Um, I don't know, another paper. Literally, I read a paper and I read the next paper and it was, ref- they were just refuting each other in, it was like guerrilla warfare, gangster style in academia. So it was the coolest thing I've ever, ever seen in that regard. But 
not Harry, but the other office because Harry was the expert. He'd just crap on these guys' articles. And then when they went to refute it, one of the quotes that they said is, those who say it can't be done need to get out of the way of the people that are actually doing it. And I just think that's awesome because so many times in life, whether it's optometry, whether it's a race you're going to run, a hobby you're going to take on, going to learn to play music, start a play, go into a play, whatever, I don't care what you want to do, there's going to be a lot of haters out there. And the people that say it can't be done need to just get out of the way of the people doing it. This life, this world, everything that we do rewards action. All right? Get out there. Do it. Don't let other people tell you it can't be done. Find a way to move one step forward. And then tomorrow, move another step forward. You're either going to get there or you're going to find out so much more along the way that you'll get to another ending that you even think was possible because you took the step. If you let yourself sit there, not do anything because someone said it can't be done or all signs point to this is impossible, well, then you're 100% correct. But if you like, you know what, this is what I want to do. Then first next step that I want to do is this. Do it. See what happens and go from there. You will learn by doing. So get out there. Take action. That's what I got. Dr. Lily out. We want to thank you for listening to today's episode and hope that you found a pearl to apply to your practice. We believe as a community, there is much wisdom to be shared. So if you have questions, suggestions, or requests, we want to know. Feel free to reach out to us via social media and leave a comment or email us at theultimateodpodcast at gmail.com so we can make this podcast even better for you. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and we'll catch you again next week.